everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Kelly Bidlin's here as well. It is a producer reunion today on the program. Right, Kelly? Isn't isn't that always the case when it's you and I? It it is technically a producer uh, reunion, even though today it's even more of a producer reunion. That's right. Because on the show today, Dan Burke, Danny Burke, half hour from now, Mike Pritchard at the top of the next hour, and then our guy Will Hill. Kelly, I haven't talked to Will Hill in who knows how long. Been a long time since I talked to Will. Well, why? I I don't know. You guys I just, just haven't been getting along. I recently? know. I just haven't. I just haven't talked to him. I I think that's because the Mets have been painfully average through the first thirty games. Yeah. I think that's all it is. Uh, yeah. No. I think it'd be good to talk to Will Hill. Uh, NBA. I mean, I'll I'll get his thoughts on the early goings for both New York baseball teams as well because the Yankees are painfully average too. Kelly, I know you pay attention to a lot of baseball. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Painfully average. <laughs> painfully, painfully average. So, uh, Kelly, let's let's dive in. Before we get to Joel Embiid's MVP award getting awarded to him last night, uh, Shams Charania about nine minutes ago, Kelly Bidlin, uh, apparently uh, after Embiid won the award last night, <laughs> went, back, uh, went, 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 went back to the team, uh, turned to all of his teammates and said, I'm back. According to uh, Charania, the uh, the MVP is indeed on track to return tonight, barring any setbacks against the Celtics. And, of course, Kelly, the line is on the move right now at a lot of spots. was 10 pretty much everywhere overnight. Now 7.5 at the books that have moved it and have not just pulled it and basically trying to reconfigure their number. So right now you, you had a 10 behind us. Uh, I guess South Point just pulled their number Still looking to reconfigure, but that's what it was even 10 minutes ago that it was Boston minus 10 coming off of really a a vintage James Harden performance, not a 2023 James Harden performance in game one. And now with Embiid back, Kelly, I, I just want your thoughts on this real quick. We know that this is usually the, the best spot for a team that loses game one at home, come back, flip around, win game two. Even though the Knicks struggled and did not cover last night against Miami, 
The Knicks did win that game, too, last night at Madison Square Garden. With Embiid back, uh, look, I, this is kind of more of just a game-on scenario more more than anything for me. I don't know if I would be able to just blindly lay, even now we're down to 7.5, lay 7.5 with the Cs. Uh, now with Embiid looking like he's coming back tonight. Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty shocking news to me, actually. I, after they captured game one, I thought it was kind of like we saw the Heat do with Jimmy Butler last night. You already took one, uh, you know, in Boston. I think it, I, I thought it made a lot of sense to give him another day of rest. Um, so, yeah, this is – man, if you're a 76ers fan or a backer, I would be feeling really good – Right. Well, assuming he plays, I was going to say right now, but you know, there's still, there's still, I still feel good anyway. There's still a long ways to go today, Jeff, before, uh, for NBA players to be ruled out that are ruled in, then ruled in, that are ruled out and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, man, if he's coming back and playing in this game, I, I think that means Joel, Joel Embiid is probably 90 plus percent and feeling pretty dang good to be playing in a game where they already captured game one on the road in Boston. You know, you could go, you could easily play this game out like the Heat did last night with, with a more limited lineup. Hey, you won game one with it, um, and then go back to Philly and give him a little extra rest time. So I think the sign that he's going tonight means he's play, feeling pretty dang good, and we might have a series on our hand. Kelly, you want to know what another big number that just shifted? DraftKings, the, uh, the odds uh, to win the series, Kelly, which was plus 155, Five minutes ago before the show started, it's now Philly plus 105. So a 50-cent move on a healthy Embiid now for game two, Yeah, which makes sense, sense. which in all honesty, if Philly had won game one with a healthy Embiid, Philly's probably favored right now. So I actually still think, if you think, look, if you think Philly's going to win this series, if you think Embiid is, like you said, I agree with you, he's got to be at least plus 90%. If they're shoving them out there for game two uh, with game one already in hand, Kelly, I, I, look, I know Boston probably is still still seven-point favorites, even if MB does go probably six and a half. You probably do have to look at Philly at a plus price. I, I wouldn't shock me one bit if the Sixers win game two, and then all of a sudden it's Philly up two love heading home to to, uh, to, to, to off of Broad Street there at Wells uh, Fargo, but – Look, it's all of a sudden, this is totally flipped in a matter of 48 hours where it looked like, well, we're not even sure if Embiid's going to play at all in this series, too. Okay, the Sixers are actually very, not only alive here, but if they win tonight, this series might not even get back to Boston, as ridiculous as that may sound. Um, Yeah, this is, I don't think that's going to happen, Jeff. I don't think so either, but it's in play if they win tonight. The uh, what I'm going to have difficulty doing is holding off betting the Celtics. Actually, I think this move uh, opens up an opportunity to get in on the Celtics at a nice price that you didn't have before this. Minus one thirty now. Yeah, minus one thirty, and we'll see if uh, see if that number keeps moving throughout the day. You would expect a lot of betters to get excited about Joel Embiid coming back. Um, and look, I still think with Joel Embiid in or out of the lineup, this is still not the greatest of matchups for the 76ers. Got to deal with those uh, extremely talented and athletic wings on the outside uh, that they don't have the perfect defensive matchups for. But 
We saw Boston play a very clunky game one. I thought there were some some coaching questions, some, some I, I mean, them not adjusting to Harden on pick and rolls. Basically, the entire game burned them. Um, there's some major question marks on the Boston Celtics after that game one. So, well, I, I, I'm really interested to see. <laughs> this game just got a whole lot more exciting tonight, Jeff. You know, it's it, there's a lot of things here, actually, just re- real quick, just in the, in the way of just the whole playoffs now, Kelly, because – well, the last night, first off, if the Knicks had lost the last night, that series would not have returned to MSG. That I feel pretty good in, Kelly. Uh, yeah, if they the needed Knicks, that one if, back. If the Knicks had blown that game last night and, and a big run at the end of the game to win by six, um, if they lost that game without Jimmy Butler playing for Miami, it would have been lights out for for the Knicks, and it would have been the, the eight-seeded heat. Probably, I think they would have swept that series, Kelly, and it would have not gone back to New York at all. Now... At least now you're in a scenario of Jimmy Butler's not 100%. If the Knicks can steal one of the next two, then we're back to a best of three with the Knicks having home court. Then it's still potentially game on uh, for New York against Miami. And then really, Kelly, the late game was the one that was more important to me last night because I wanted to see how two things played out last night. I wanted to see how Golden State looked off of, again, Totally ridiculous. Golden State less than 48, basically 48 hours later, has to flip around and play a game one in the next series against the Lakers. And how they were going to handle guarding Anthony Davis. Kelly, I think it's safe to say they did not handle guarding Anthony Davis last night. Did not handle it at all. As the Lakers, really, in all honesty, were the right side for about 85, 90% of the night and get it done with a 117, 112 win where Anthony Davis looked like a top five player in the league. He had 30 and 23 with five assists and four blocks. Uh, last time I checked, that's pretty good, Kelly. And I, 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 this is not reactionary based off of what I saw last night. This is what we, what I'm about to say is based off of what I've watched from the Lakers since the trade deadline and what we've seen so far in this postseason from them. I, I think they're winning the whole thing, Kelly. Woo. I think they're winning the whole thing. All right. You can call you can call me a square better, you can call me square whatever. When those two dudes are healthy, and look, I don't think LeBron is a hundred percent, but he's close enough. And AD is never a hundred percent health wise, but he's as close as he's gonna be right now. The one team that scares me for them is is Denver, which is totally backwards from what I would have said probably about two, three weeks ago. But the Lakers, to me, they're playing the best of everyone in the league going in the playoffs right now, except for the Nuggets. And if you give me a seven-game series where it's LeBron against that franchise that, again, still has to get to the finals. The Nuggets have never been there. And as great as Jokic is and as great as Jamal Murray has looked in this postseason, if you're giving me LeBron in a conference finals against a team that has not been there and a group that has not been there, I'm taking LeBron James and Anthony Davis, assuming the health holds up. I think the Lakers are getting to the finals, and I like them against whoever comes out of the East. I can't. I, I you know what? You're more, you're more more bullish on them than I am, Jeff. But yep. I I really can't argue. Yes, it's a team that's they got a lot going for them right now. They, this getting through this series is going to be huge, though. Getting that game yep. one win last night was massive for them. And, and yeah, I had some I had some bets on the game on the Lakers side of things. I do. I think the Warriors have a big advantage in this series. You do have. Uh, 
multiple multiple threats on the outside that the Lakers are going to have a tough time matching up with this entire series. We saw some really, I thought, bold defensive strategy by the Lakers last night, really sinking whoever their bigs were out on the court, usually LeBron and AD kind of back into that paint area, chasing everybody else out on the perimeter. It left it open to easy picks to be set, and then shooters coming off those with wide open looks. So it's going to be, this is going to be a series of adjustments. You've got two very experienced teams, like you're talking about, two super, uh, multiple superstars on the court that I think this could look very different last night but or, or every night when these two teams meet. But last night was a good example of what I think what we're going to get a good dose of is it's AD and it's got to be AD for the Lakers to win this. The Warriors don't have a clean, easy matchup for him night, uh, night in and night out. So he's the guy who's got to come up big for the Lakers, and he's going to get those kind of looks that he got last night basically every night. So he's got to keep making those shots, be aggressive, go to the rim. What they can't do is probably play him the entirety of the second half because he looked absolutely gassed at mm-hmm. the end of it and wasn't doing much offensively. Yeah, hey, look, Kelly, they're, for both of these teams, there are things to work out the rest of the series. But again, we're talking about a Golden State team that won almost 30% of the road game, or excuse me, 25% of the road games in that first round series against Sacramento. Joel Embiid won the MVP. Kelly and I have thoughts. That's next on a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever sport, whatever betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit Benham Jam for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander today. But Kelly, tomorrow's uh, Von Tobel, right? Yeah, we got uh, John JVT the rest of the week. Yep. There we go. JVT tomorrow and Friday. Matt Brown, uh, of course, uh, Doing a great job Monday and Tuesday earlier in this week. No, I, I, I know. I know. He was here earlier this week. <laughs> I, I mean, I was hosting Best Bets this week, and Matt Brown now was uh, was uh, calling Jake Hahn a Canadian homer for liking the Oilers. <laughs> hey, I got my Oilers ticket, le- go, uh, too. Let's go. What, what, to win it all? Yep. What do you have? 
I don't know, 10 to 1? I can't, to one you, think, you can't so, say you have the ticket so, you don't know what Jeff, it is. stop asking me difficult questions <laughs> difficult. like, what have I bet recently? What? What? <laughs> ten, 10 to 1. 10 to 1, yeah. Well, you have the best player in the tournament. That's for sure. Let's go. You probably yeah. have the best two best. You probably have the two best players in the tournament. I'm looking forward to getting down to to the T-Mobile Arena one night and rooting against the hometown Golden Knights. You should go tonight. Yeah, I don't have time tonight, but yeah. You don't have time tonight? Okay. okay. Look, there's a game on Saturday. There so. we go. Maybe Saturday. Saturday afternoon. I think it's 4 o'clock local time, regardless. <laughs> I got a show, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, you can go as soon as the show ends. Whatever. If the game goes multiple overtimes, you'll be all right. That's right. Let's uh, Let's go back to the NBA, though. Joel Embiid wins the MVP. And this is not much of a shock with how the narrative went the last month of the season and how the betting odds changed. And really that game where Embiid, you would agree that that game where Embiid scored more than half of Philadelphia's points against Boston was the one that ended it, correct? That was the game that ended everything? Uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think one game ended up being the difference, but. Uh, I mean, we we kind of saw in that final straw poll really where got, where where, uh, where voters were leaning. I think they were starting to lean that way for a while. Um, and yeah, we saw results that were pretty close to that straw poll. Right, Embiid, uh, seventy three first place votes, fifteen for Jokic, twelve for Giannis. Uh, not that close when it's all said and done at nine fifteen. Uh, uh, total points for Embiid, 674 for Jokic, 606 for Giannis. Jokic actually much closer to Giannis in the end, uh, as opposed to Joel Embiid. Uh, but looking at this real quick, and you look, you, you followed more than I do on this because this really felt like a real, I don't want to call it a toxic last month of narratives that were around this award. No, I think that's a perfect I, I, word I, I, for it. Yeah, no, I think it was it's toxic. A perfect word. Okay, then, it would, then, then I'll go with it. People it was on Twitter are it, the worst. It was toxic because... Basically, the campaign, and, and here's what I'll say. I think Embiid winning the award actually was, was right when it was all said and done. And it's not a slighty Jokic, who was amazing again, who probably this year was better than, now, Kelly, you have to help me on this. This year was better than last year, was better than last year, correct? Yeah, year one Jokic. was the one that was Jokic's yeah. best. Correct. So it was year one, year three, year two during this year, three-year run for Jokic, where he was MVP two years in two years in a row, and then second this year. But basically the narrative that got thrown out there, and again, I think MB deserved it. He probably deserved it more last year than he did this year, but you know how this all works out. MB, by the way, at the peak of the market for him. Uh, this is according to uh, Sports Odds History on, twi on Twitter, SO History. Uh, these are from MGM Odds. Embiid peaked at 20 to 1. That was way back on November the 13th uh, to win it all. Mike Brown was 100 to 1. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because the Kings were not going to be any good and the beam ended up yeah. the third in the West. Zinzik had a ticket. I think, 100, I think he had 180. There's a lot of, there are a lot of good tickets this year, huh? Mm -hmm. Brogdon at 30 to 1, sixth man early in the year. Marketing began the year at 16, which, by the way, of all the awards this year, that was the most ridiculous that Shea Gilgis Alexander did not win that. Well, award. I appreciate you, Jeff, but yes, did I did that was did, ridiculous. Did I get a little upset about it yesterday when I'm looking at MVP results and I see three fourth place votes for SGA, but he can't win most improved player for some reason? No, I'm okay with that. I've let it go. And then uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. at 25 to 1. We're kind of amazing that J Triple J was 25 to 1 at any point this year. Yeah, he was. Uh, wow. His odds kind of did roller coaster a few times. Like, I was able to get him 
like three to one, Jeff. That that was it was only a couple months before this yeah. end of the season. So, yeah. R- regardless, though, back to Embiid real quick, because this is a deserved MVP, regardless of what people will say. But it was really just ridiculous all the way around the narrative that ended up getting thrown around with Jokic. Denver not playing their best basketball the last six weeks didn't help. But in the end, there's no argument for me what happened here. I have, I think Embiid is a rightful MVP. If they had given it to Jokic or Giannis, I would not have had a problem either. There was no wrong choice this year in the 2022-2023 season. I really think there was uh, no wrong choice. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're dead on. This was. Look, if I had a vote, it would have go, gone to Nikola Jokic. But I am very okay with Joel Embiid winning. He had an awesome year. Um, I mean, leading scorer in the NBA, over 11 rebounds a game. I, I mean, when you're talking about what this guy did for this team uh, and really what he's done the past few years because this really – that's this conversation. Why people are upset or what these three you know, three players have done over the course of the past three, four, five years now um, really has been incredible. So I would have given it to Jokic, um, but – I would. I didn't have a problem. I wasn't going to have a problem if any of these three guys won, Jeff. I, I think you can make arguments for all three of them. You can make arguments for all three of them, for sure. And and yeah, look, Giannis. Giannis is at a point now where Giannis, when he won his two, were probably what his fourth and fifth best seasons now. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you, though, Jeff. Like we heard a lot from during the season about how much how much this mattered or didn't matter to these guys. I, I, I want to play this from from the Sixers last night. Yes, they, tell me this is tell me this do, is a guy this doesn't matter to. Tonight, twenty twenty three MVP from the Philadelphia Seventy. Yeah! Like that's a cool moment. Yeah, and it's okay. It's okay. Like I think all these people are like. Like, we heard so much during the year, and including from some of these guys, about how the award doesn't mean anything to them. They want to win want to win, and want to win championships. It's okay to want to win both. Like, that's cool to see last night. That means a lot to Joel Embiid. You can tell that. Oh, definitely. And especially, too, again, with Kelly, where it's just last year, most years Embiid wins going away last year. Yeah going away it's not even a competition and to get it this year where this was a weird year for the Sixers all things considered this was a very weird year for them even though they ended up honestly exactly where everyone expected them to one of the top three teams in the Eastern Conference probably a clip below Boston and Milwaukee which is exactly where they landed but look it matters regardless of what everyone says you know it matters it's you voted the best player in your league. That yep. matters. It doesn't matter. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what is said, I should say. It does matter to the players, as you know. And they clearly, that video from the Sixers on Twitter definitely meant it in that, in that what, a conference room in some random hotel in Boston, right? <laughs> I mean, th- you know, that was like the most conference room-looking <laughs> room of all time, basically. You know, Tim, well. I, did, I did not get the details for you on that, but uh, I thought the same thing. Yeah. That, that is the most the – mo- I thought ballroom at first, but, yes, you're right, conference room, ballroom, whatever. They're all the same, basically. Uh, all the same thing, but, yes, it's some uh, <laughs> random hotel in Boston, yes. Going to the series prices real quick uh, before we uh, get to our guy Dan Burke in the next segment – Kelly, just uh, looking at the, the the Sixers and the Celtics, this moved 
pretty significantly over the last 25 minutes. Remember, uh, Joel Embiid, the report from Shams Trania, Embiid is trending towards playing in game two. Barring his setback, he will be playing tonight in Boston. That went from plus 155 to plus 105 on the Sixers, minus 130 now in Boston. You said in the last segment, this is an opportunity to go in on the Celtics. Do you think you're going to end up doing it? No, I got to see them. Uh, I, I would have said yes after uh, before that last game if I knew they were going to lose game one, Jeff. I need to see this Boston team play a little bit more uh, cohesive basketball here yep. tonight. So um, I'm not, but I think if, if you were someone who was very high, uh, high on Boston, this is an opportunity for you, which I, the one I probably will be going in on today is Golden State. I'm a little, I know Butler's hurt, and I know he's not 100%, but I'm a little surprised Miami isn't bigger. The minus one fifteen in a one one well, series. I think, I think the so I, I I don't disagree, but I think the part of it is the it's the it's the the fact that Julius Randle came back too, right? Sure. So you're no, now it's two things coupled, right? Exactly. Yes, you got yes. to adjust this price yes. multiple times, right? Still a little surprised with how that game went last night. I mean, Miami, yeah, Miami probably should have won that game last night. Oh, I, I, that was a that I, was a must win for the New York. And they Knicks, got it. They got and it. They barely got it. Brunson did what he needed to do down there. And how about Hardenstein with all those offensive rebounds, basically extending possessions for the Knicks? Uh, game three, it's Friday night in uh, Miami. Hey, Danny Burke, it's a true producer reunion. Next on a numbers game. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. There's a lot of things to bet on the next 30 days, and for a limited time, you can subscribe to VSIN for only $9.99. That gets the insight into daily baseball best bets, NBA and NHL playoffs. VSIN's upcoming Kentucky Derby betting guide, only available to VSIN Pro subscribers right now. So you get access to daily recap of top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Also, top VEASAN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Sign up now. Just $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parlson for Gil. Kelly Bidlin's here as well. And to complete the producer reunion, we bring in our guy, Danny Burke, right now. You can hear Danny on the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast, him and Andy McNeil, five days a week during the Stanley Cup playoffs. With a new background at all, our guy Dan Burke with us now. Danny, good morning. Good morning, guys. Yeah, appreciate you having me back on. Always good when we can get the trio back in action. And, uh, hey, no better time to do it than during the postseason, eh? No, no, no absolutely. Again, Danny, uh, this, has been, uh, this has been a pretty hectic week in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They usually are. Let's be, let's yeah. be real with ourselves. Both uh, Colorado and Boston are gone. Kraken, first team in NHL history in their first playoff appearance to have their first series win ever against the defending cup champs. The Bruins, the best team in the history of the regular season, gone. And both the teams that upset them, the Kraken and the Panthers, last night go on the road in game ones on short rest. <laughs> Bobrovsky was good last night. Panthers beat Toronto 4-2. And despite four goals from Joe Pavelski, the Kraken find a way, 5-4. And, and, Danny, I'll just ask you this. With both those lower seeds up 1-0, who do you give the better shot of being able to pull an upset here already with a game ahead out of the gate here for both the Kraken and the Panthers? Yeah, I 
I would say probably the Panthers have a better chance in terms of pulling through. And it's not like I have any vendetta against the Toronto Maple Leafs and just think that they're due to lose. I bet the Maple Leafs in their first round series over the lightning. I really like this team a lot. I guess it's more me giving a lot of credit now to Florida based on how they've played and the fact that offensively they can keep up with anybody versus in the other series. I still feel like Dallas is a top team, a premier team. Them and the Oilers are the best in my mind in the Western Conference, and I envision them both going through to the next round. So as, as great as Seattle has been and, and what they've done, let's be honest, round one against the Avalanche, this Colorado team is nowhere close to the squad they were during the championship run. And then they were dealt with so much adversity this year, dealing with so many injuries to where, yeah, let's be honest, we still expected Colorado to advance, but it, I guess it wasn't the most appalling thing that the Kraken, in terms of what they possess offensively, were able to keep up with them and then win. I think Grubauer is going to end up slacking and regressing in this second round. Now, I know that they got the first game dub, but look, this happened in game one against the Wild for the Stars, right? They went to double overtime, controlled the entirety of overtime. Some pump, uh, puck luck came through, and then the Wild won. Well, this game last night, it was just ridiculous that Jake Ottinger, very, very odd for him to allow that many goals for any goalie to allow that many goals in the first period, but especially a goalie of the stature of Jake Ottinger. But then he figured it out, right? And then Pavelski was just on cloud nine that entire game. And I'm sitting there watching this going, if you manage to lose this game when Pavelski comes back and you score four goals, like wh what the heck are we doing here? But again, it, it was the same momentum type of deal to where Dallas had it going in overtime. They got a lot of good opportunities. Couldn't capitalize. So you're like, well, you're letting this team stick around a little bit too long to where some puck luck is inevitably going to come to fruition. And that's essentially what happened with the Kraken last night. But I do think Dallas is better offensively, has the edge in the net. And look, game ones are always a little bit fluky. So I, I think Dallas will take care of business. But in that other series, oh man, I mean, Florida, Florida is something else. And we know that Toronto still, regardless when in the first round series, likes to make it more difficult than they can. And you just look at some of these numbers for them and, and they've been tremendous. So it wouldn't shock me if Florida advances, but it would if the Kraken did. Danny, you want fun with numbers real quick? Let's I know get you, it, baby. I, I know, Come I know, on. I know you love that. Tom Galitti of NHL.com, usually, uh, this is what he tweeted last night, winning game one is usually a good thing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Game one winners have gone on to win 67.9% of best of seven NHL series all time. Round one, Danny, that was only good for 25% this go around. Only Seattle <laughs> and Carolina, the only teams to win game one and go on and win their series. So even yeah. by Stanley Cup playoff, numbers that was a ridiculous round one <laughs> totally ridiculous and, and and jeff too something that stood out that uh people were tweeting about that i saw if you go on sites like say evolving hockey or you know any kind of those analytical sites where you can see the metrics seven out of eight of the teams that ha had the higher expected goals force percentage ended up winning their series who had a higher one in the regular season and then a higher one in their respective series. The only exception was the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Seattle Kraken for those categories. So keep that in mind too, going forward, your devils, Jeff had the number one post round one expected goals force percentage per 60 minutes. So uh, uh, just consider that going forward. VGK was up there as well. Edmonton coming in at three and then the hurricanes at number four. And then of course we get all their action tonight. 
Let's go to those series. I, we'll, we'll get to Edmonton and Vegas in a little bit because I know the way you're leaning on that. Going to the Eastern Conference Series. Devils in Carolina. Quick turnaround for New Jersey after dispatching of their their uh, rival, the Rangers. New Jersey's a minus-130 favorite without home ice at DraftKings. And, and Danny, I know Carolina survived the Islanders. That was really not an over, a overly impressive series from the Canes. They just scored enough against an Islander team that had a lot of offensive problems all year. New Jersey is the better team here, Danny. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of them having enough in the tank after coming back from 2-0 down to beating their biggest rival in round one. And, you know, we kind of attributed that with the Panthers and the Kraken as well. But again, these game ones are a little bit wonky. And sometimes you can carry that momentum of winning those series into game one instead of uh, the old adage of having the, the weary legs. Right. I think that can maybe be something that you shouldn't worry about too much. But I get what you're saying. And that could certainly catch up at some point in the series. But, man, I mean, Akira Schmidt has just been, again, on another planet since he's been in the net. Uh, second throughout round one and goal saved above expected compared to the other goalies remaining in the postseason. And speaking of goalies, Jeff, I mean, with the Hurricanes now, you don't know if they're going to be going with Ranta or if they're going to be going with Anderson. I hate the idea of teams flirting with going back and forth. The Minnesota Wild did the same thing. Now, if you do it because your goalie just absolutely blows in one of these games or needs to be changed in the roster, I get that. But going into the series saying, yeah, we could use a tandem, like, no, that's never been a recipe for success. And you mentioned Carolina a team that has been dealing with so many injuries all year and eventually are going to fall short in this postseason. They once were a team we thought could compete with Boston. Obviously they didn't even get the chance, but uh, the point is the hurricanes got a very favorable round one matchup. The devils will wreak havoc on them. And the way I'm going to going to approach it more than likely is bet game one for New Jersey instead of their series price. Cause you're getting a better price on them for game one than you are for the series. And if they win game one, awesome. Then I cash my bet for game one. If not, all right, then I'll get a series adjusted price. That's better than what it was coming into it. And then I'll gladly look to jump back in on the devils. Cause like you said, they are the far better team than Carolina right now. And I think that will show itself out on the ice. Danny going to the other series starting tonight. Edmonton without home ice favored minus 150 against VGK. Danny, you and I have talked about uh, about the Knights where the underlying numbers don't show the team that they were record-wise. They get destroyed in game one by Winnipeg and then totally dominate the last four games with a backdoor sweep. Now they get Edmonton who, Danny, they played with their food in round one, one and six. I would just like to see Edmonton be focused for a whole ga seven game series. Danny, is that too much to ask of these Oilers? Apparently it is. I'm with you, man. Yeah. Andy and I in the podcast, we're sweating out some Oilers futures to come out of the Western conference. So would certainly love a seamless win tonight and series against the golden Knights. But now you said it, man. I mean, Vegas has been playing over their heads. It seems like for quite some time and look all credit to them for getting past their first round against the jets. A lot of people, myself included thought it would at least be more of a competitive series and that the jets would have a chance, but then you saw injuries catch up with them and the defense not play as good as you would have thought. 
Uh, Vegas's defense, on the other hand, very, very solid. It's just offensively, can they keep up with Edmonton? And then the concern for the Oilers is Stuart Skinner, the rookie goaltender who clearly had his flaws in round one, Jeff. So obviously I'm leaning toward Edmonton. I love the short price you're getting on them in game one. I don't know if I'm going to bet it just because we saw so many in-game opportunities with Edmonton in the first round. I think the same thing will be present here as we've seen in so many games. So I say wait and see if a team goes down if you like Edmonton and then look to attack them in-game. He's Danny Burke. You can find him on the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast with him and Andy McNeil on the tweets at Danny Burke 5. The producer reunion, we'll have to wait till next time, Danny. Pleasure as always, buddy. Thanks for hopping on today. You got it, guys. Take care. Thank you. Kelly's Golf Preview of the Week coming up next on a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Call your shot every Wednesday at BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a $25 home run prop wager on any game and you receive a $10 bonus bet. Simply log into your account and opt in or download the app and download and sign up with BetMGM to swing for defenses on MLB Call Your Shot Wednesdays. It's just one more reason why the King of Sportsbooks is the best place to bet on baseball. BetMGM and BetSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This promotional offer not available in Mississippi, New York, Washington, D.C., and Nevada. Should just be on all those offers. Not Nevada. Doesn't matter what the offer is. Yeah, that's why you read it every yeah, time. Yeah. I know. It's every time. doesn't matter. doesn't matter what the offer is. I'm Jeff Parles. Kelly Bidlin's here as well. Happy to be with you. Before we get to Kelly's thoughts on uh, Wells Fargo Championship this week, the biggest news in worldwide sports, because I know Kelly loves soccer. You're a big soccer guy back there. Hey, man, I, I, get, it. I get into betting soccer this time of year. Leo Messi, you know, tailing people smarter than me. Now, yeah, Paul, Paul Carr, I would imagine Paul Carr's here on Friday. So, tell Paul mm-hmm. Carr, usually in pretty good shape. Leo Messi is not returning to PSG. That's uh, Paris Saint Germain at the end of the year. Uh, he's done at the end of the season there, which begs the question is Messi finally taking Miami? Is he finally going to take Miami? Which is uh, what we. Uh, we all expected at some point. By the way, one other thing real quick on soccer before we get to your picks. 
Well, this was, so what, what, he was suspended? He was suspended for two weeks because he had some promotional deal in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. That he had to do, and they had a, PSG had a horrible loss to Laurent over the weekend. And he left after the game, and they were like, we didn't give you permission. See Oof. you for two weeks. The PSG will be fine, by the way. They are, they have, uh, they have, money. They, 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 they have Mbappe, they have Neymar. They're, they're going to be okay. Not really worried about PSG. They'll be all right. But uh, you know what would have would have been funny, remember, because, Kelly, remember uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, uh, goes and, and is currently playing in Saudi Arabia right now. He, uh, you know, his MLS rights were for sporting Kansas City. Could you imagine? Who, Ronaldo, who was? This is for Ronaldo. Oh, my gosh. Could crazy. you imagine if Ronaldo had to go play in Kansas City? <laughs> uh, you know, like that would have been the reverse lasso, the reverse Ted Lasso, which, of course, as you know. Yeah, yeah, good call. Uh, yeah. It would have been, it would have been the amazing. reverse lasso. Yeah, it would have been like amazing that. if that had happened. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's, that's uh, probably more than enough soccer for, for today. But, Kelly, let's uh, get into it. Wells Fargo Championship, one of the better, one of the better non-major events on the tour during the year. We're two weeks away from the PGA Championship, and Rory McIlroy is your favorite this week at the Wells Fargo. Yeah, we've got uh, we are back to elevated event status, Jeff. So big time money back on the line big this week. Big time field then too. Yeah, big time field. Um, you will you will notice a couple names missing off the top of this leaderboard. All these guys that are are allowed to miss one of these elevated events. So no John Rom, no Scotty Scheffler last week. John Rom uh, defending his his Mexico Open championship last week is why he's not here this week. And then Scotty Scheffler, uh, everybody kind of assuming will be playing in Texas next weekend. So kind of taking off this week. So this leaves Rory McIlroy at the top of the leaderboard. We're at a spot where Rory McIlroy has absolutely dominated. We are back at Quail Hollow this year for the Wells Fargo championship. We were at Potomac last year as they used this course for the president's cup. Uh, but Rory, Jeff, when we're talking about dominance in golf, you are talking about true true strokes gained at a singular course uh, in the la their last 16 rounds play. Played Tiger Woods at Bay Hill, over three strokes gained over the field. Patrick Cantlay at TPC Summerlin here at Vegas is number two. And then Rory McIlroy uh, at Quail Hollow absolutely dominates uh, this course. We've seen we've seen Rory though in a little bit of rough form. Two missed cuts for him after that really really hot stretch during the winter uh, and beginning of the spring. So it's going to be interesting to see if he can bounce back here in an elevated event, but a slightly watered down field with no Rom or Scheffler. Uh, going to be going to be pretty uh, big spot for him uh, to come up here. I'm not doing anything betting betting with or against him this week. I think this is a good spot for him to bounce back after a, after almost a month off get his game back underneath him, start prepping for the PGA Championship. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, I was interested in. I might end up on still this week, but he he switched caddies this week, uh, borrowing Tiger's caddy now going forward. So hmm. that's a an interesting wrinkle that I think is going to keep me off him at least pre-tournament. I might get involved live with him. Um, and then you've got Tony Finau right there at 14-1 to 1 as well. Tony Finau uh, winning last week in Mexico, uh, coming to play this week. So pretty big deal. Uh, pretty big trio at the top when we talk about guys that have been playing really well here over the past six months or so. Um, then you got Xander Shoffley, 16 to 1. Cameron Young, 
uh, all the way down to 18 to 1 now. Jordan Spieth, 18. Victor Hovland, 18 to 1. Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas at 22 to 1. Fitzpatrick, Sung J.M., Jason Day, all 25 to 1. All those odds over at uh, DraftKings. And uh, so you've got a top, this is a top heavy course, just a qu real uh, top heavy tournament, real quick course breakdown. Par 71, you only got three par fives over here at Quail Hollow. 61 bunkers, seven, uh, six water danger holes for them to deal with. You're putting on Bermuda this week, which is going to be a big tell for uh, what I'm about, for my picks when I get there. Um, you're talking about a long and tough course. Uh, this is one of the most difficult courses uh, on the tour. It played fourth toughest uh, since 2016, fourth longest course on the tour. This is one of those courses, Jeff, where you really want to bomb it down there. Uh, if you miss the fairway a little bit, you'll be okay as long as you don't get into the trees. Uh, off the tee, you're okay. So strokes gained off the tee mattering a lot here. Distance going to matter a ton for these players. We would have seen uh, that was see, since 2014, with the exception of James Hahn, winner has ranked inside the top 15 in driving distance for uh, the week here while they're playing. So that was really what I was looking at stat-wise as I was building my models this week or looking for real bombers off the tee, guys that are really good on approach. But this is a tough course. This is going to be a true test of all parts, uh, all parts of the uh, of golf. So when it gets to my bets, I only ended up with one outright bet this week. I think the outright betting is really difficult this week. You have Rory at the top uh, of the field at seven to one, and then once you get past there, it's kind of a bunch of guys you would expect you would get longer odds with if John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler were playing in this event. But because they're not, you kind of get guys that we see usually in the 20s, low 20s, mid 20s, chopped down into the high teens. So that's what we're looking like with, you know, guys like Xander Shoffley, Victor Hovland, Jordan Spieth, uh, all down into that 16 to 18 to 1 range. So the outrights, I think it makes it a little bit more difficult to bet this week. Um, I think there's a lot of question marks with some of the guys at the top of the board. There's a lot of guys that just don't have a ton of win equity uh, that you're betting in in 20 to 1 or shorter. So I uh, I only went with one outright bet this week. I went with Sam Burns, 33 to 1. Sam Burns but quietly been playing uh, better golf here recently. He finished 11th at the Heritage, 29th at, uh, at the Masters, 6th at the Valspar, 35th at Players. Playing, he had a kind of up and down season to begin with, but really playing a lot more, a lot better golf here recently. So an outright in the top 20 on Burns uh, is the it Burns the only outright bet that I made. Top 20 on him as well, though. Biggest bet of the tournament for me is Xander Shoffley, top 20. Do like him this week. He's been playing incredibly consistent golf. Has hit top 20s in six of his eight, uh, six of his last eight tournaments. So that has been cashing pretty regular for Xander. Not the longest guy off the tee, but great approach game. Should be able to do well in this event, uh, and has played uh, played well here, pr uh, pretty well here in the past. One of the other guys that played a top 20 on Patrick Rogers, 3-1. to one. This is a guy I'm just trying to catch kind of on the upswing right now. Finished 10th at the Mexico Open, 19th at RBC Heritage, 5th at Valero. And those are his past three tournaments. You're seeing top 20 and three straight. Uh, long off the tee should fit this course well. Um, so trying to play a, a bit of a longer number there, 3-1 to one on a top 20 for him. Also played him in a matchup over Chris Kirk. Chris Kirk great with his irons, but not exactly long off the tee. Doesn't fit this as well. Victor Hovland I do really like this week. Just couldn't get there on an outright bet with him. I think if you want to play him in the top 20 market, that could be a good bet. 
Um, I chose to play him in a, in a matchup here in town over Justin Thomas at a plus price, uh, and then also played him as top continental European as a prop bet. And then a couple just long shots on guys that uh, I, I, I bet often because they're great ball strikers but have problems putting. Uh, Miliano Grill and Gary Woodland just taking flyers in the top 10 market on them at uh, about 6-1 to one and 10-1 to one on Grill. So that's everything I got this week, Jeff. The one thing that stood out during the whole thing, we were going through graphics. Homa was a hundred to one pre-pandemic, or excuse me, five hundred to 500 one. Five hundred to one. Five hundred to one pre-pandemic. That's how much better he's become wow. as a golfer in the past couple. That's years. amazing. Yep. I would never expected any sort of price like that on him, except for like when he was an amateur. Uh, he, That's a, amazing. He's a guy that had he struggled through many years of his career. Yeah. He's a completely different golfer. No, now he's one of one of the twenty best, pretty easily. Hey, when we come back, Mike Pritchard, our senior NFL analyst, joins us next. His thoughts from last week's NFL draft on a numbers game. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.